0: Welcome to a change of heart podcast. I'm your host, Angel Walston. And in this space, we navigate life together. We ask the hard questions like, what is the truth you haven't told? But most importantly, we grow together. And sometimes that leads to a change, a change, of, a heart. change of heart. heart. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of A Change of Heart Podcast. I am your host, Angel Walston, and in this space, I encourage women to be whole, be healed, and be authentic, and that is exactly what we're going to do in this episode as we talk about overcoming limiting beliefs. And let me go ahead and let y'all know, for those of you who are watching this on my YouTube channel, I'm sure you're like, Angel, why are we not getting video once again? Listen, y'all. The way this pollen is set up, the disrespect, I have been struggling to sound like a normal human being as a result of it. And so this is the first day that I have had a somewhat normal speaking voice. And I wanted to make sure that as you all are listening to it, you're not like, girl, I'm going to need you to get a Ricola. So that is why there's not video today because I'm actually recording this very late and y'all need to see what I look like right now. Okay. So let's go ahead and jump into today's question of the day if you could have picked your name, what would you have chosen? And if you like your name, you can let me know if you like your name. But if you could have picked your birth name, like if you wanted to change it, if you would have named yourself, what would you have named yourself? So I was thinking about this and I will say this, I do not like the name angel only because yeah, Nevertheless. People- And then I always get those questions from men. Oh, are you really an angel? It's like, don't, don't do that. I hate it so much. I hate it here. So I definitely would change my name, but I don't know what I would change it to. I have always liked the name Chelsea, but I don't feel like I look like a Chelsea. And other than that, I don't really know what I would want to go by, but I also like very just like, simple names or names that can be androgynous. So it could be like a unisex name. I like the name Blake. Um, so I don't know exactly what I would go with, but if I could change my name, I would 100% change it from angel because yeah. And I actually wouldn't mind going by my middle name Sharon, but I don't feel like I fully look like a Sharon either. Like I feel like I look like my middle name should be Sharon, not my first name. So there's that. You all know the drill by now. If you are watching on my YouTube channel, make sure that you answer the question of the day in the comment section as you're watching, or you can answer on my stories on Instagram at Angel C. Walston. All right, so let's jump into today's topic regarding limiting beliefs. And I honestly don't remember at what point I came across the topic of limiting beliefs, but I thought that it would be great to do an episode on, especially as I have really just been driving home this whole push for y'all to stop playing with you and really just be intentional about walking in the authenticity and fullness of all that God has for you. So y'all know I'm a definition girl. And so I looked at the definition of a limiting belief, and it is defined as false beliefs that prevent you from pursuing your goals and desires. And it's also defined as thoughts or opinions that one believes to be the absolute truth. They tend to have a negative impact on one's life by stopping them from moving forward and growing on a personal and professional level. Now, I don't know about anybody else, but I feel like just reading that... It helps you to think about how you may have limiting beliefs that you may not have even known that that was what it was called, but you have these different things that you have attached to yourself. There's different statements that you make. There are different things that you have adapted as truth when in reality, that is not the truth. And so I want to go through and talk to you all about how to identify your limiting beliefs and also how to overcome them. Because listen when i say it's time for you to stop playing with you i want to equip you all with all the tools and resources as possible for you to really get out of your own way so that you can fully be who god has created you to be and that you can fully walk in your purpose in this season because i truly believe that it's not the lack of resources is not the lack of people cheering us on or support system it is us that is standing in our way. Let me make it personal. It is you, you who are standing in your own way. And I really want to encourage you to remove the limiting beliefs that is keeping you from being all the greatness that is you, okay? So in an article called How to Identify Your Limiting Beliefs and Get Over Them by Dan Matthews, he talked about three things that can cause limiting beliefs. And I'm going to link all of the articles in the description box on YouTube and in my show notes on the podcast. Yes. So the first thing that can cause limiting beliefs are family beliefs. So he talks about how your family usually has morals and values that are instilled in you from birth, and sometimes your parents or siblings, their limiting beliefs can be instilled in you. So the example that Dan Matthews gave is that your parents can reinforce a belief that authority should never be challenged. So you may view unfair treatment from people of authority that has to be accepted or tolerated even so that you never challenge it. Another thing that can cause limiting beliefs are your education beliefs. And I thought this one was very interesting. So just as your family, your teachers or others in a position of authority can also reinforce limiting beliefs. So when it's someone you respect or hold in high regard, you're more likely to believe what they say to be true, right? So an example of this is I've heard a lot of people say as they were growing up that their teachers told them they couldn't be this or they couldn't be that, or you should try a different major. You sh- You should do something else because this isn't for you. This isn't working for you. And that reinforces a limiting belief, especially when it's an area where you already don't feel good enough in or it's something that you've already been struggling with. And the third thing that he identified that can cause limiting beliefs are your experiences. And I'm going to read a quote from his article because I thought it was a really good way to explain it. So he says, when you make decisions or have experiences in life, it is common for you to draw conclusions afterward. If, for example, you fall in love and it ends in heartbreak, you might conclude that love always ends in pain. Negative experiences can easily shape your limiting beliefs because it reinforces what you already believe to be true. It's important to remember that the conclusion you come to after bad experiences happen are only valid temporarily. I thought that was a very interesting way to look at our experiences in knowing that it still allows you space to say what you experienced it happened, not to minimize it, it's not taking away how it impacted you, how it made you feel, but those feelings, that experience, what happened It's only valid temporarily. And I thought that that was a very interesting perspective shift to have in regards to how you respond and how you deal with the different experiences that you have. So as you all know, I like to give examples of whatever we're discussing. And as I always say, this list is not exclusive. So if your thing is not called out, don't be like, tag, not it. Assess for yourself and have an honest conversation with yourself. Okay. All right. So I came across this list of 101 limiting beliefs by, I believe it's Tommy Lama. And i'm not going to read all of them But I will link it in the show notes and description box for anyone who wants to read it And it's broken down into a couple of categories and the first one Is limiting beliefs about work. So examples are it's impossible to make money doing what I love I have no special strengths or talents. I'm not good enough. I don't have enough experience Everyone else gets the good jobs My opinion isn't important Does any of this resonate with you? And there are more for this list. Like I said earlier, if you feel like, "Uh, I don't know, I'm on the fence about it, go and see all that's on the list to see if any of these may stand out to you or say, hey, that's me. (laughs) Some limiting beliefs regarding self-worth are I'm a failure. Things just don't work out for me. That's just my luck. I don't deserve a better life. A lot of times we can have those mindsets when we have had a lot of bad experiences or we've had people not treat us the best or when it seems like nothing ever works, we can get into those mindsets that create limiting beliefs about self-worth. Some limiting beliefs about money and abundance. I never win free things. There is never enough. Everyone else gets all the good stuff. I will never make enough. Money can't come to me easily. I am bad with money. I will never be rich. Making lots of money requires you to sacrifice who you are. That one, listen, we're we going to talk about some of my limits and beliefs. Y'all already know. I don't just tell y'all the things that y'all need to work on. This this is a safe space. We share, we care. We're going to talk about it, okay? But that last one, I was like, ooh, ooh, ooh okay, I feel like you're talking to me. (laughs) And the last set of limiting beliefs are regarding relationships. So some examples here are, I will never find love. I am not worthy of being loved. All the good ones are taken. Ladies, I think a lot of us have said that one. You just can't trust anybody in a relationship. My relationships never work out. I need to be someone else other than myself for people to like me. I need someone to complete me take a breath, ladies. I don't know about you, but I felt myself cringing at times as I went through this list because I identified with several of them, to be honest. And the one about free stuff for sure, I always find myself not entering into giveaways because I never win them. And so my limiting belief is that I never win giveaways. And as a result of that, I don't enter them. But guess what, baby girl? You can't win what you don't enter. So make that make sense. But I realized as I saw that one, it's like I never enter giveaways because I'm always like, oh, I never win these. So I don't even bother even putting myself in a position to potentially win. I automatically disqualify myself. Another limiting belief that I have struggled with greatly is surrounding the topic of money And so for example, i've had to change my language of how I view money And truthfully being a christian people often talk about how money is the root of all evil When in reality the scripture that they are referencing first timothy chapter 6 verse 10 Says the love of money not money itself is the root of all evil But even having to go through the process of unlearning really unhealthy mindsets honestly regarding money that have been imposed by other believers, that has been a process in itself because there are some people who feel like if you are wealthy, if you're making a lot of money, then they say, you know, oh, you're stealing from the church or you're doing this. So it's like a lot of different things that are associated with money in a negative sense at times when it comes to church that is really built on a false ideology that really needs to be reframed. But I share all of that to say, more than likely... We all have limiting beliefs that fall under some category and it's important to identify because your limiting belief is ultimately limiting you from fully walking in all that God has for you. So now that we have identified what a limiting belief is and we've talked through some examples, let's talk about how do we overcome this? Because I keep telling you to stop playing with you, okay? that That is the theme for 2021 apparently. Stop playing with you. Stop playing with your purpose. Stop playing playing with all that God has placed on the inside of you because you're a talented, you are amazing, you are gifted, and people truly need what is on the inside of you. So I say all of that to say, I can't just help you to recognize that you have limiting beliefs without teaching you how to address and overcome them. Let me give this disclaimer. I do not claim to be a therapist, coach, or anything like that. I am an encourager, okay? (laughs) That's what we are here. So Go and see a licensed therapist if you need further help. I'm just going to help y'all with what I got to give, okay? All right. One of the best ways to overcome your limiting belief is simply identifying it to be just that. And it can be difficult to acknowledge a limiting belief because you're so busy trying to rationalize it, okay? And when I say you, I'm talking about me, so it's a we thing. Instead of saying this thinking is hindering me or is not getting me to where I want to be, you will find all the reasons as to why it is true to you notice i said to you an example of this is i'm never going to get married because there are no good men and i'm not going to settle i wanted to be married by 30 and now i'm 40 so it's never going to happen all the good men are taken. You go down this whole rabbit hole to further justify your mindset, not realizing that one, it's a limiting belief, and two, that you've completely ruled out the option of having an empowering belief that would prove your limiting belief to be wrong. Another way to overcome your limiting beliefs is to identify what is Is it rooted in? So as we discussed earlier, it can be rooted in family beliefs, education, or your experiences. And it's amazing how if we were to take a moment and think about the things that we say, what we project on ourselves, some of it you don't even believe for real. Like you don't actually believe it. You just say stuff. You've just been saying it because you're repeating what you've always heard or what you said based off a past experience. Listen, I do a lot, Okay. I work a lot. I'm tired a lot. I ain't ain't gonna lie about that. But there have been times where people have asked me how I'm doing, or I've even responded to myself because I have full-blown conversations with myself, saying that I'm tired only to recognize like, wait, I am actually very well rested today. (laughs) Like, I'm really not tired. Be mindful of the things that you simply say out of habit that are not life-giving and not a reflection of who you are and who you are becoming. We can make a very bad habit of associating negative traits to ourselves as a joke because that's what we do in our family. Maybe it's time to create some healthier jokes, fam. I'm just saying, shift the narrative, create a positive dynamic for the generation to come after you, but be mindful how the things that you say, or even that people have said to you jokingly that has stuck with you, the things that people have said not even realizing the impact that it could have on you, consider how those things have stuck with you. Also consider how easy it is for you to quit or give up just because you struggled the first time or even because you failed. And your teacher, your parent, your guidance counselor, your friend said, maybe this isn't for you. Go ahead and try something else, sugar. (laughs) So now anytime you encounter any type of struggle, resistance, or hard work, you wanna bail because your limiting belief is if it's challenging, then I should quit. We got to understand that just because something challenges us or it's hard work or it doesn't come as easily to you the first time, especially when you're used to things coming easily, that doesn't mean that you have to quit. It means you need to learn how to adjust or you need to learn how to pivot or catch this. Maybe you have to ask for help. That's something to consider as well. I think at times we can feel as though we're not good enough. We can't do this. We can't do that. When in reality is You need assistance and there's nothing wrong with that. Something to consider as you are seeking help, you're going to have some people who are very good at giving you advice. You're going to have some people who are going to be telling you to quit and abort the mission, okay? It is so important to have someone who is life-giving in their words, and who you are able to receive from is so important for you to build relationships with those types of people because they can have an impact on eliminating your limiting beliefs. I've said this before, and I will continue to say it all day, every day, how you view yourself is typically very different from how other people view you. And of course you don't want anyone to be dismissive or belittling regarding your experience, but you need people in your life Who can call out the error in your thinking? Having conversations with people. And the reason that why I say have conversation is because for some of you, your limiting belief is so ingrained in who you are in your thought process because you've carried it for so long that you wouldn't even identify it as a limiting belief or something that needs to be corrected. You wouldn't go up to someone and say, Hey, hey girl. I have the limiting belief of X, Y, or Z because you don't necessarily see the error in it or you may not even recognize it to be a limiting belief. Have conversations with people because as you talk to people, as you have genuine and vulnerable conversations with people, it it will come up. It will show itself. It will reveal those things that are limiting beliefs and it's really important to have someone who can call it out lovingly, of course, but can also correct it and help you to be able to see, hey... I hear what you're saying, but I want to challenge you and encourage you to speak differently about yourself, to have a different outlook, a more positive even outlook in the way that you speak about yourself. And as always, y'all already know, team therapy, okay? Now, once you are able to acknowledge the limiting beliefs, I want to challenge you to change your limiting belief to an affirmation. And this isn't about manifesting things. I know a lot of people are big on that. I personally am not. This is about the fact that it matters how you speak to yourself. I cannot say this enough. It matters how you speak to yourself. We can say things at times like, oh, I'm so stupid. Or, I'm so this, I'm so that. And here's the thing sometimes we don't even say it. Sometimes it's just what's in our head, in our thoughts. So, even when it's not verbally, it still matters how you speak to yourself. Because even if it doesn't come out of your mouth, the thoughts that you're having, It's still a form of you speaking to yourself. The thoughts that you carry about who and what you are and who and what you are not, it matters. It matters how you speak about yourself. It matters how you speak about your body. It matters how you speak about your future. It really does matter because it impacts how you show up as a result of what you speak about yourself. If you speak negatively about yourself, how you think you're going to show up? You think you're going to show up as a woman who's ready to walk in purpose. I think you're not. (laughs) It matters how you speak to yourself. And we have to get into a habit of speaking, not just a life over ourselves, but speaking characteristics that are positive, not just pointing out the flaws, not just pointing out the negative. And let me say this. We are going to normalize being confident, accepting that you are dope as is, loving who you are unapologetically, having healthy self-esteem, hello somebody, self-worth and value without calling it conceited or being full of yourself. Society has a way of breaking people down that when you build yourself up, you're then convinced that you're in error. It, it's not always like that we're about to normalize this thing is there the other side of the spectrum where you can be stuck up conceited selfish all of that absolutely but there's also a healthy way of showing up as who you are confidently and comfortably and you do not have to feel guilty about that okay just had to drop that real quick But going back to affirmations, for those of you who are into journaling, you can write them down and choose a couple that you say to yourself each day. I am loved well. I have a purpose for my life. I am chosen. I am worthy. No good thing passes me by. One of my best friends, she always says, money chases me down. Love chases me down. Wealth chases me down. I am successful. Stop feeling like you have to be whatever it is that you want to be before you start speaking that over yourself. Don't believe the hype that you can't speak those things things over yourself until you achieve this. You don't have to feel as though you are loved or that you are worthy in order for you to be loved and worthy. You're still that whether you feel that way or not. And so I want to encourage you all As you are going through these limiting beliefs, acknowledge what they are and then replace it with an affirmation. Replace it with the opposite thing. Because as I said earlier, and I will continue to say, it matters how you speak to yourself. So if we want to reframe our thought process, if we want to change the narrative, if we want to change how we speak to ourselves, we have to replace the limiting belief with empowering beliefs. So you have to train yourself. And listen, we're all gonna have Those moments where anxiety gets the best of us, when we get in our head, when we start to self-sabotage we have to position ourselves to be able to say, hey, I recognize this to be what it is. I recognize that this is a limiting belief. And because I know what a limiting belief is, I also can say that although it feels very real, I know this is not the truth. And so I'm gonna speak truth over me. I'm gonna speak life over me. I'm gonna make that decision to be mindful about how I speak to myself and how I show up for myself because I'm important and it's important how I speak to myself. So these are just a few tips to get you started, but of course you can always go deeper and I always want to encourage you all to do so. These podcast episodes are literally the starting point of a conversation it doesn't even scratch the surface. So I strongly encourage you to take the time to go deeper. All of the articles that I've mentioned are linked in my show notes and I have a couple of extra that I may not have referenced specifically but that I found interesting as well that I will link in my show notes and description box that will expand a lot more than what I covered here. So if you're interested, feel free to check them out. But I hope you all enjoyed this and that you found it helpful and As always, don't forget to share with your girlfriend. If you're listening, it's like, I know that my girl needs to hear this. Share with your girl. And until next time, be whole, be healed and be authentic. Thank you so much for tuning into a change of heart podcast. I hope you were encouraged and please take a moment to share with a girlfriend and don't forget to download the episode. Lastly, I would love to connect with you. You can follow me on Instagram at Angel C. Walston and at A Change of Heart Podcast. Have an amazing week and don't forget, be whole, be healed, and be authentic.